0: Yeah, D-backs seven and five through twelve games, going for another series win today against the Brewers in a matinee at uh, Chase Field, just hours from now. And kind enough to join us here on the Arizona Sports Line, the manager of the Arizona Diamondbacks, Tori Lovello, checks in on the Arizona Sports Line. Tori, good morning. How are you?
1: Good morning, guys. I'm doing well. How are you? Good.
0: Uh, we we've been talking a lot about the the mentality of this team, and I I don't want to make too big a deal of it because it's just one series. But going back to last weekend. And taking three of four from the Dodgers and really pounding them on Saturday and Sunday the way you did, Tori, did, did you notice any kind of tangible effects to the, to the mindset of your team after that series?
1: Of course, I think um, with this young team, uh, it's going to be a series of graduations, and you know we we targeted uh, this particular part of the season as as something where we can make a statement. It was going to be a great test. I told the told the guys to embrace it, go out and play our brand of baseball, not be concerned about who was across the field. And in years past, we were a little young and a little immature, and I think we would be we we'd be a little intimidated walking into the walking into that arena. But this team responded beautifully. They went out, they played. Their version of baseball that they know how to play, which is aggressive, smart, attacking style, and it translated. And we started to hit the ball. We had 33 hits over the last couple of days. I felt like we, we made the statement that I was looking for, and I want that to continue.
2: Now, when you take a look at what you guys are doing on the base paths, it's quite profound the amount of stolen bases um, contrasted to the how many caught stealings your team has produced. I'm sure you'll take those, uh, those numbers, those splits all season long. How important is that to the, the evolution of this group?
1: Yeah, I will for sure take that every single time. And, yeah, we want to steal bases at an 80%, 80% success rate or above. And I think we're we're well above that, but we know it ebbs and flows. But we're going to pick the right times in the right situations to advance 90 feet. And it's important for a couple of reasons. Obviously, you're going to get somebody in scoring position. Um, you're going to give yourself a chance to stay out of a double play. All, all the very obvious ones. But for me, the most important piece of this, this puzzle is that the pitchers start to hear the black noise. And the best ones don't, and sometimes they even do. But when they start to hear the black noise, they make mistakes around home plate, trying to rush their delivery to get the ball to home plate, to try and throw a runner out potentially. And then those balls usually end up off the walls because those mistakes, those half ish mistakes that are thrown over the middle of the zone, get hit a long way by, by major league hitters. So we, we, we love this, this style of baseball. It's kind of who I am at my core. It, it, in, in years past, we haven't had a ton of speed, and we try to utilize it and do it at the right time in the right place, and it's still translated into being very successful. But this team is loaded, loaded with well above average speed, so we want to take advantage of that and study to steal bases. We don't want to just run to run. When you run into outs, it can be very, very detrimental.
0: And a lot has been talked about, Tori, as you well know. This style of play, this mentality, the talent you have and the speed you have, mixed in with the new rules, the bigger bases and the restrictions on how many times a pitcher can throw over, if you had to pie chart it, 17 stolen bases through 12 games, how much of that boils down to your mentality as a team? How much of it is affected by, in your mind, by the the new rules?
1: Well, we feel like we were already a really fast team and very athletic. We started to show that at the back half of last year, um, and we felt like we were going to steal bases very successfully at a very high rate, but uh, a very high number overall. But when you talk about these new rules, right, you, you're, I think you're getting three inches closer to, the, to, to um, the next base. Limited throwovers, as you mentioned. We felt like it fit right into us, and, and we're wearing it like a glove right now. And teams are going to have to figure out how to counterpunch us. You know, one thing that, that I know is going on in the opposing I'm clubhouse right now every single day that we're playing um, a team is that they're trying to figure out how to slow us down. And when you're doing that, you're, they're taking the focus off of themselves and put it on us. And to me, that's always a win.
2: Now, I think uh, from my vantage point, tell me if I'm wrong, Josh Rojas seems to really accept the challenge you put before him uh, defensively at the end of last year. Cattel Marte, who whose defense seemed to slip a little bit, he seems to be back um, uh, fielding the position at a, at, above, at a plus level, if you will. The in- Field defense in sum, how important has that been so far?
1: Well, you're right, and I've got to give these guys some love. You're right. This is, this is the closeouts in basketball, the rebounding, the slides, and all the stuff that nobody ever cares about. This is the, the, these are the things that on the, on, on the very small level, the granular level, that we focus on. And I did challenge him. I, told, I benched Josh Rojas last year because of his defense, and I told him when he walked in to my office the reasons why, exactly what the reasons why. And he went out there from that day forward and has been, continued to improve and took it through the offseason. I did the exact same thing with Cattell. I said, Cattell, look – You've gotten you've gotten older, um, you've gotten stronger, but we need to make sure you have hip flexibility and you're able to move left and right as good as you have as good as you used to when you were 18 years old. And both took that to heart. They went home and worked extremely hard and came in and, and they're excelling defensively. Once again, at my core, um, pitching and defense wins you championships. And I'm not saying we're going to win a championship. We're going to get there one day, but. Um, when that happens, I don't know. We're going to be a very good defensive team that picks up the baseball, and it adds confidence. It's totally—it's a team aspect, right? A, uh, a genuine team aspect. When you got a pitcher putting the ball on the ground and you're turning a double play or making a great play, you know you're—you're affecting more than just yourself. So we—we we kind of amplify that, and we—we we tell them how important it is to go out there and pick up the baseball at an elite level, and it does translate.
0: Tori Lavello, manager of the Arizona Diamondbacks, our guest here. On Bickley and Murata mornings, you talked about the defense. Let's talk a little bit about the pitching. And at the beginning of the year, you said you weren't going to name a closer. And it's kind of been by committee so far. you got three different guys that already have saves through the first 12 games of the season. And I know it's not ideal when you've got guys like Mantiply and Melanson not available to you right now. And and now McGuff on paternity leave. But overall, how pleased have you been with that approach and the performance of the bullpen, Tori?
1: It's a new normal for me. I'm not going to lie. Um, I was very traditional for the first several years, several years of, of managing this ball club. And i got to make adjustments, too. I don't want to get caught in 1995 or 2005 or 2015. i got to evolve a little bit. And a <laughs> lot of good teams are doing this. The problem has been we've had guys like Fernando Rodney and Brad Boxberger and Brad, um, and Brad Holland um, And those, those guys were were closers. They came in as closers. They were told they were going to be closers, so I had to follow through on that. Well, this group of guys that I have, minus Andrew Chafin, who's usually been a back end guy but not a closer. They've pitched at any time in the game, and that's what I spelled out to them. So they're kind of used to it, and there's been no expectation for somebody to be named a closer. And I kind of like it. I'm not going to lie. I like the idea of being able to match up and pile into uh, each section of the lineup. You know, I do one through three, two through four, Three through five, I break it down in, in in segments of three, not just one through three, four through six and seven through nine, and however it lines up, they know their pocket, so when that pocket lines up pocket lines up for them, whatever inning it is, that's where they're going to throw, and it's worked out really well
0: specifically on chafin obviously a guy you were very familiar with as part of your bullpen uh, before he he left and, and now that he's back and I think some Diamondbacks fan. he looks very comfortable in that role, and he's got kind of that mentality. It looks like it's developed. But how, how has Andrew Chafin changed since you last managed him?
1: Well, he's always been a very comfortable, confident person. I think that's just who he is um, innately. But. Walking back into this clubhouse that first day when I saw him it was it was pretty nice to to be reunited with him. He had some great moments here and, and what I think happened over the past couple of years since he 's been gone is he 's gone out and matured and he knows how to make pitches and he knows how to how to finish off hitters. Um, you know, He was transitioning from a starter into that reliever role. He excelled at it towards the end of his first time here with us. But now he's just a pitchmaker and an out-getter. Really, that's, all, that's the biggest thing that's, that's, that's changed from him. Uh, and he believes in himself, and he knows what to do to go out there and get the biggest outs. And once again, he's sitting there in the bullpen, and he, he and I know each other so well that he knows exactly where he's going to pitch. He knows the pocket of guys that he's going to get, and he's responded very well.
2: I, I think it's incredibly poignant that if and when you guys do win that next World Series, that the core of this team was built by a general manager who is navigating and enduring a, a horrible personal loss that nobody would wish on anyone. Then there's you who's had a deal with, with one-year contracts and all the noise that comes with that, and you did that very stoically. Is there a real connectivity for the scar tissue you guys and this organization have been through, the struggles that you have gone through? Is there something uh, fortifying about the collective experience that you guys have had?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, you know, uh, first of all, a great question and a great a great statement. Really, I feel like you are making a statement that I, I am absolutely agreeing with. Um, you know, there are some growing pains, um, not just from pl- a player standpoint, but for every single one of us. Um, you, I you know you got you got to walk through some shit to get to where you're going to and it got pretty it got pretty thick here um you know and personally there's a, there's a tragedy that was involved as well so we have slowly been healing from all of that and with each win and each day that passes i think we are we are rejuvenating what's happening here on a uh, you know day to day month to month and then hopefully year to year and i agree with you it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when we have really talented players that are that are growing up before our very eyes and leading this charge and it's up to me to just put them in the right place at the right time Um, and just allow them to, to, to go out and perform and have those boundaries, but perform on their on, on the way they do every single day that they're out there playing free of mind and free of spirit. So good things are on the way here, and there's a lot more in the system, and it should be a really good run for us here in Arizona. Tori,
0: thanks so much Thank for the you, time brother. this morning. Best of luck today and on the road trip coming up, and hopefully we can chat again soon.
1: Okay, boys. Talk to you soon.
0: Thanks. Tori Lavello, manager of the Arizona Diamondbacks, our guest.